Duckett Life Stories with me, Neil Kagram. Today we're joined by Ben Duckett. Ben, how's it going? Very good, thank you. Good to be on. No, great, great to have you. Um, so let's start where it all began for yourself. Um, you went to Stowe School, very sporty school. Um, but was cricket your number one passion? Yeah, I was obviously very lucky to go there. Um, some unbelievable facilities there. Um, loved all sports growing up and um, was lucky enough to go to Milford Prep before then. Um, and tennis was a big sport for me growing up and kind of had to make a decision at a young age. So, um, I think the, the team sport kind of thing better for me. Um, uh, and yeah, so I, I played as many sports as I could. I probably made the decision at 16 that cricket was really going to be the one. And then, yeah, you got into the North Ants um, system at a young age. I believe it was 11 years old. Uh, I went to school uh, near Northampton. Yeah, I must have been 11. Uh, I think I joined the academy when I was 14, which was good at quite a young age. So um, I was quite a bit smaller than all the other lads. And then your first team debut came at 17. Um, were you ready? I know you got 50 on, it, on, your, on your debut against Leicestershire, but when you got the call... Um, how, how did you feel? Um, I, I don't know if I was necessarily ready, I guess. Um, but I was a confident young kid. So, you know, when I did get the call, I, I was ready and tried to try and show what I got. And then, yeah, you were then drafted into the kind of the final stage, 2013. Um, you know, when you, you know, you're a young man, I think 17 years old. Um, when you're in that kind of environment, did you feel... Did you embrace it, you know, that fearlessness of youth? I think I've always liked, you know, just from the young age, being competitive, I've always liked kind of, you know, the big game moments and stuff. So I, I remember um, after the semi-final texting, you know, my mum and dad and a few people being like, you know, we've had an injury, I'm going to play. Um, and all I remember is just being so excited. To be honest, I didn't have to do anything because we, we were so good on that day. Um, I didn't bat. I, I took one catch, I think. But um, I, I think for me, it was just kind of experiencing the big stage there, playing in front of 25,000 people at such a young age. Good to get that in early, uh, just to experience it, even though I didn't do much. Um, but yeah, it was obviously, you know, everyone wants to win trophies, don't they? So to, to sort of start my career with a win at a small county, it was uh, pretty special. And then there was a couple of like incidences in terms of that the fitness side of things uh, with England under nineteen and then in twenty thirteen and twenty fifteen. But um, in terms of with not with Northland, just I think preseason tours they sent you home, etc. But I don't really want to kind of dwell on that. It's more kind of a general point. Um, you know, you're a young man then. Um, is there a support structure in place for young cricketers? Is anyone did anyone actually put a, an arm around your shoulder? You know. First of all, with the fitness side of things, I think I've made it pretty difficult for myself. I, I was the only player at 21, 22 in that side. You know, so I, I was 18, all my friends were going to, to uni. Um, the social side of things, you know, I probably did get a little bit caught up in it. And, you know, I was playing professional cricket, um, getting dragged probably away with my mates. And I probably got a bit caught up in that. You know, I should have really been working on my games. As I said, I didn't make it easy for people. Could have been treated a bit differently and I, I could have maybe had a bit more support with it. Um, you know, as an 18-year-old, just rather than them going, you know, you need to sit, you need to go and do this. Um, but, you know, that being at a small county with, with not many coaches, 
um, not many support staff. So, you know, on the other hand, it is tough. But yeah, on the field, under-19 World Cup 2014, um, you excelled, you know, back-to-back man-of-the-match performances against India in the quarterfinals and then the third-place playoff against Australia. Did that give you confidence as a young age? Um, yeah, it did, first of all, because obviously I played in a World Cup before then and I was played a lot of cricket and not really cracked it. I've not really done well. And to go to that World Cup and, and to be one of the bigger, you know, do, do well in that was huge for me. Um, um, yeah, and so, so that was a, a massive start, I think, for me, of believing that I can do it, you know, on a higher level. Would you say tw- that period 2015 to 2017 was kind of where you just took it to the next level? So 2015, I think you got promoted to opening the batting. First of all, um, how did that conversation come about? The differences moving up the order and the challenges facing the new ball? Yeah, it was interesting. I, funnily enough, I remember the conversation. And when Dave Ripley called me, I remember I was actually leaving Sainsbury's, I think it was. Um, this was after I'd been dropped for the summer because of the fitness stuff. I just said, look, if that's the only spot available, um, you know, get me in there. Yeah, that 2016, I think you're double hundred for the England Lions in a limited overs match. Um, 2017, one of the wisdom cricketers of the year. England, did they, I know you got your call up in 2017, but did you have any discussions prior to that with the with the national selectors, or was it just a case of you knew you had to score runs to get to get your chance? I think I had two or three calls in the summer saying, look, you've just missed out. But to be honest, at the time, I was like know why you're calling me like 12 months ago I was in the second team um, so you know, it was great that they were calling me and uh, just back to that year just nothing phased me I just you know I just enjoyed cricket I just went out there played with freedom and I didn't think too much about what was going on you know, think about England think about all this noise going on you know around me. so I think that was uh, why you know I don't going to touch on it but I'll go on to it that obviously the next couple of years I, I battled hard with the expectations of myself you know um, and you know after playing for England I think the hardest thing is then staying consistent and scoring runs and then when your call came for England um, proudest moment of your career? Yeah definitely um, again like I've got a shocking memory but little things I remember where I was I was I had a curry night with uh, Northampton, um, and yeah, I remember it very well. Um, you know, I thought after the run going to the subcontinent that I had a good chance that year. Um, but uh, yeah, if I look back, I, I wasn't ready. I admit that. Um, I don't think many 19, 20 year olds are ready for spinning conditions because it's so alien and, um, you know, it's so tough out there. You know, technique wise, it was, yeah, it was, it was very tough out there. Yeah, you score 50s in the one day as you got a 50 against Bangladesh. There's a lot said when the India Test Series came about and about Ashwin. Um, like when people, you know, it's one of the toughest places, as you said, to make your, your debut, you're a young man. So when the the press, etc., at that time were saying, you know, your technique doesn't stand up to spin. You know, when you were hearing that, like, what was your response to that? Because you'd proven in county cricket that you could play... Um, and you've come in in the at the highest level in really difficult conditions. So, what what were you thinking when you were like hearing all this outside noise? It was tough. Um, 
I tried to block it all out, really. Um, but you start, you do start to believe it. And for me, like playing spin is my strongest bit of my game. And I probably, for a couple of years, battled with that and believed what people were saying. Um, but you, you, I mean, you do have to forget. I mean, if I face Ashman again in Mumbai and Chennai, would I struggle again? No, I might find a way to score runs, but it wouldn't be easy. He's one of the best bowlers ever in those conditions. It's not just me. I mean, there's a reason why Ashwin's got his record, because he's that good. Um, yeah, it was just one of those ones where you had to knock it out, you had to find ways. And as I said, I was a young lad, and I, I was at a small county in Northampton with no senior players, really, no necessarily experienced coaches who had been at the top level. So I battled with myself for two or three years with, you know, um, you know, and, and that's why I moved to Knotts in the end. I wanted to, you know, be under one of the best coaches in the world. I wanted to play with some of the best players who have played international cricket. Um, and it was the right time to move. But, yeah, 2017, 18, 19, it was tough, really, um, trying to find it for myself. But, yeah, it was good that I had that setback at the age of 21, 22, and not 29 because you know that could be the end of someone's career right? yeah one one last word on Ashwin obviously he was an overseas player uh, at Notts last year how was that you know facing him in the nets you know you must have had conversations away from the training field as well um, you know did that help your game as well um, an overseas player coming uh, like general point about overseas players coming and playing in the county game the benefits everyone yeah, and for me, you don't get many opportunities where I imagine you struggle in international cricket and then you get the opportunity to face them in the nets. And every opportunity I got, I would bat against them in the nets. And yeah, I had a few, like he bowled at me for 20 minutes before a game once, he didn't get me out. And just something like that gave me so much confidence. Whereas, you know, if I hadn't had that experience, I did face him again, let's say in international cricket or forever. The last thing I would remember is struggling in 2016, but I've kind of, um, and actually I spent probably more time with him than anyone else. He was so honest. He was, you know, I spoke to him all the time. He, he still messages me now, um, you know, whenever I do well or whenever he's, he's a lovely guy. Um, and it was, yeah, it was amazing to, to sort of share the field with him and having him on my team. And then just going back um, to 2017, obviously it's well documented about this, um, incident that happened in Australia, beer pouring incident. Were you just a, was it just a case of, um, you know, wrong timing with the, it was obviously the bad press that had happened with England generally with, you know, Bristol incident, you know, best of head butting, etc. Um, do you feel you just a little bit of a, a, a scapegoat? Ah, yeah, I, I was. Um, and I admit that now. And obviously you've got to be careful with the ECB. Then, you know, whether I believe it was right or wrong and stuff, you know, wrong, I was in the wrong, wrong place. Um, there was nothing malicious. That's all I'll say. It was, it was, you know, joking around. I'm sure there have been far more incidents on, on England tours and, and any other tours that have gone on than two guys spilling a few drinks on each other. Um, you know, so yeah, I've got to be very careful on the topic, but, um, to be honest, it's good that I've had opportunities since then back in the England team. So, for me, that's all forgotten now and, and I can sort of move forward. And you also played uh, franchise cricket 2017, also in the PSL. Um, just a general word on just uh, franchise cricket. Obviously, there's a lot of debate, especially in this country with the 100 and all that kind of stuff. Um, it divides opinion. But as a player, you know, does it benefit you as a player playing in these kind of uh, franchise teams? 
franchise cricket, I probably the close you'll get to international cricket. You get the opportunities to play with the best players in the world, um, different international players. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't get many opportunities that year. I was, you know, addressing with Brad Haddon, Shane Watson, Mizbar Al-Hak, Saeed Ajmal. Maybe guys, let's watch them go about their business. So that's why, for me, the 100 is, I know that it's a split opinion, but for English cricket, that competition could be one of the biggest in the world. And, you know, gutted it didn't go ahead this year. But again, I was going to be in the dressing room with Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Johnny Bairstow, Tom Banson, you know, the the standard of that competition is going to be phenomenal. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, like, it's, it's you're batting and you're preparing in the nets with Steve Smith, one of the, you know, greatest players of all time. He will be when he finishes his career. Um, and picking brains of people and normal blokes. And I think when you share a dressing room, they will give you everything you want to know and, and be so helpful with, with, you know, how to improve them, how to improve yourself or the other young lads. So, um, yeah, it was amazing to play in that in that in that PSL comp that year, and um, I'm I'm all franchise cricket. And then, where do you see your game currently in terms of uh, longer form, short form? Where does your strengths and weaknesses lie? Do you do you reckon? Because so, 2019, you got back in the England reckoning, playing in the T20 against Pakistan. But where do you see your game at the moment? Good question. My Red Bull stats and my average has dropped a tad, but big thing for me is, you know, and sometimes I, I do still pinch myself a little bit, but I've, you know, I've got 18 first class hundreds at the age of 25. And I think just looking at that, for me, I want to play test. I'd love to play test cricket again. You know, if I don't, then fine, I've experienced it, but I, I do believe that I've got more to offer in Red Bull cricket and my game is improving. I've worked so hard on it this winter. Um, you know, so the one day side is, is so hard to break into. I think 20, 30 players in the last couple of years would have played for England in the last 10 years. But at the minute, it's so hard to break into. So I think for me, I want to be the best version of myself. If that's not good enough to break into England, then I'll, I'll have my head high at the end of my career. Yeah, it must have also just given you confidence that you were involved in the, the 55-man squad that was named this year then obviously with the island series you were involved in the in the build-up to that as well the one day is um but a word on uh on knots i know you meant touch on peter moores how much of an influence has he been on your career he's massive and you know a big reason why i moved to knots a few years ago was was him and i remember another county were coming in for me and quite keen and then he came and met me coffee and i remember speaking to Rodri, my agent after and i just called him and said look mate i'm going to knots like i just as soon as i spoke to him the respect i had for him um yeah he's he's been so good and you know, he's been there he's coached the best in the world he's seen it all he's the type of guy that when he's talking in a room full of people you, everyone listens and then a word on finals day that just took place in 2020 a few, a few weeks ago at the time of recording um you know, 50 not out in the in the final, seeing the side home. Um, slight redemption for last year as well? 100% redemption. Um, you know, I got a lot of stick from the fans and, and in my last year, in my first year. And I look back at that semi-final and, you know, I I didn't lose us the game there. We, we lost us the game. The whole team did. But unfortunately, I was there on the last ball and I missed it. And... 
just summed up my year and my confidence. You know, I look back at that now and I'm like, how have I not even got bat on the ball there? Like, it just summed up, I think, where I was mentally at the time, um, where we were as a team at the time. Um, and, you know, the final this year, I think, shows where my game is right now and mentally where I am now. I'm losing last year, but this year to, uh, you know, what we were to be. Samit Patel, Hales, Clark, all out. You know, for me, I just, I don't know why, but I felt so confident, so calm throughout the whole of that innings that we were, we were only going to win. Um, you know, and it helped with the guys coming in and batting with me. But, um, yeah, I just think mentally I'm, I'm in a far better place. Now. It was an extremely proud moment for me, um, getting the boys over the line and, and, you know, probably getting a few Knots fans back on side. And that's, I think, moving to a, to a new county, um, it's nice to to know that you know you know you don't like, you don't want to look at social media you don't want to look at all these tweets but it's nice this year to see replies and seeing those fans you know be behind me and you know probably the same ones who called me every name under the sunlight and so you know so right for them to do that um, hopefully next year when those fans come back in it'll be nice I, I've I've done you know I saw the boys home last week and then. The, the future moving forward, just keep churning them out and hopefully get your chance back in the England reckoning? Um, for me, I just I just want to enjoy cricket, hopefully win a few more trophies for knots. And, and yeah, if I'm scoring runs and, and one day I get picked again, then amazing. But you know, if not, hopefully a couple more trophies and I'll, yeah, I'll, be, I'll be smiling. Ben, perfect. Thank you very much for your time today. Really appreciate it. And all the best with the winter and the, and the months ahead. No worries. It was a pleasure talking to you, buddy. Cheers. So Neil Kagram, Cricket Last Stories, Ben Duckett. Thank you.